What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man who has returned, Sauce. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm feeling refreshed. You look very relaxed. Very relaxed, mate. A bit too relaxed for my liking. A bit too relaxed. So, I don't know. Are you going to get fired up tonight? Is there any Le Mans potentially on the the horizon? Well, well, Dom, look. The one thing about obviously having a bit of a vacation, <laughs> you have a bit more time to scour the socials and and you know do you know a bit more scaring of you know Instagram more than usual than when you've got general work duties day to day and you're a bit tired and you're going to spend time with the the wife and and so on. So you got to spread your time around. You find little other pockets of time. Well, let me tell you. Those those pockets of time has found me some very 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 ripe lemons ready to be picked off the tree and piffed over the fence at the neighbor's house and break a couple of tiles as they used to do back in the day. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for the lemon tree out the back, it's always fun to send them launching. Well, I'll be sending a few lemons launching at a few people tonight. Don't you worry about that, ladies and gentlemen. So stick around because I'll tell you what. I gave one of the last and the last lemon that we gave on this show. I nearly passed out. I know you almost long, passed out. Yes, from how from how long I I let the lemon rip for tonight. I might rival that because I it's this this what has happened. I'm just I'm just baffled. I'm just not impressed that, either. Not impressed. Not I, impressed. I wasn't aware of this. I wasn't aware of this till you brought it to my attention. Dom the fact know. that it hits close close to home with one of our good friends, mate, got the blood boiling very quickly. So stay tuned for that, Lamont. Adam, welcome to the show. We're going to get into straight away because we've only got about 60 minutes tonight, literally, like the TV show. As on you can see, it's nine. not on the Tuesday. If it's on the Tuesday late, we know, mate, it, there's the allocated time. There is no – it's – yeah. It's till we get sick of speaking, really. But when we do these early ones, it generally means it's going to be a quicker show. We're a bit busy this week. But this man, rain, hail, rain, hail or shine, we turn up. We're still here. We're still here. And he's knocking the Lamont, Adam. Why would he get a Lamont for, mate? I think this is the perfect business opportunity for it the is. cappuccino. For the cappuccino! Big, for the big cappuccino. He, this is the perfect business venture, all right? So, I could, can I just, I just let me just tell you about everything about Warren Kappa. I've seen him out on a few nights out, and I tell you what, he's a character. If you ever see him, just go up to him and say Kappa, he'll turn, he'll have a chat to you. He's a, he's, he's a champion bloke. You might think he's a lemon and everything that you see him on the media, but if you actually go up to and, 
and speak to him, he will love you. He, he loves speaking to people. He love will take a photo with you. He'll tell you a funny story. He always, every time I've been with him, made me have a chuckle and laugh. Mate, what more do you want? Like, I, you know, not everyone can be so serious in this world at all times. You've got to have people that are a bit like that because, mate, there's too much stupid and, and nasty stuff that goes on in this world. You need people that take the piss and have make fun of themselves and make people laugh. And that's what Warwick Kappa does. So it is the perfect business venture for Mr. Cappuccino himself. Definitely is, Saucy. Definitely is. If you're not aware of what he is uh, venturing into, he's uh, a chain of brothels for the old cappuccino. So for Warwick Kappa. Start, starting in uh, Oakley's, the first one. So yeah, if you know, yeah, if you know Kappa... If you know Kappa, it's perfect for him. If you don't know Kappa and you're thinking this guy is a degenerate, think again, mate, because it's a perfect business opportunity for him. That's all we're saying. It's it's the big Kappa. All right, let's actually get on into the show now. Uh, NBA, we'll start there, Source. Uh, I'll bring up the standings as we usually do. We like just to go through, have a chat. I think the Lake Show won today, which was always good. Yeah, played LeBron played low minutes, low minutes. That's what, hey, but that's what we're doing. He beginning. rested against Portland. We got the W. This is what we need to do. Manage his minutes early on in the season. First half of the season, keep his minutes down. Team's playing really well. Denver on top, killing it. Minnesota, who lost to Denver today uh, in the second second seed. Their offense is number one, defense number one going into this game. They've been dominating. Timberwolves absolutely dominate. Yeah, Minnesota, dominating. Uh, they versed Golden State today. Golden State today. Oh, sorry, Golden State today. Denver played against who was Denver against today? Clippers. Sorry, they, Denver with they Clippers. Beat them. They and they're six and Clippers now with Harden, Dommer. Yeah, they're struggling. Uh, Dallas in third. The Rockets, a bit of a surprise packet so far, sitting in the fourth seed. Oklahoma in the fifth seed. Uh, then we've got the Kings. Lakers in the seventh seed. Uh, Warriors in the eighth seed. Zion, did you see Big Daddy Z? Said he hasn't really bought into his new role on the team at the moment. He's just trying to find his uh, footing, get some consistency, and hopefully he can build uh, like build into that role. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with him. Phoenix hasn't, hasn't been playing his his dominant self that we know he can play Doma. I'll just I'll yeah, just say I that. And he's, and he's still like, dropping 24 games. So it's like yeah, I, I, I want to see more out of Zion. I want to see more. He was okay. you got any thousand dollar prison rookies? Slab? PSA tens remember when they were going for a thousand dollars for a base card with a for bit a of gloss with the silvers. Oh, unbelievable. Uh Suns in the 10 seed Bradley Beal got a bit of a run in the last week as well, which is good. Uh, the Jazz Clippers are shit, as you said. 0-6 with Harden. They've been absolutely struggling. Um, I don't know. Someone in the uh, in our chat on IG said that um, the piece that will get traded, unfortunately, would be Westbrook if it doesn't work up, up until the trade deadline. I, I actually feel sorry for Westbrook because before they acquired Harden, the team looked really good it did it did and you said that sauce you said it looked really good the depth was great the way that westbrook was linking up with the players was fantastic and now you've got a, such a ball dominant guy that's trying to play the same position as westbrook low points triple double it's like the same guy i don't know 
it's it's really weird really really weird it's not working so one of them's gonna have to go and i think it's gonna it's gonna be westbrook he's gonna be the scapegoat again i'll I'll just say this Kawhi has had to take such a step back in the amount of shots he takes and things mate you know what he's the last guy on the team that should be taking a step back in terms of because his shot quality and shot selection and shot making ability is so good, especially in that mid range when you need a bucket. There's no way that they he should be sacrificing the amount of shots he's taking per game. We seen it today, you know. We seen it today. Uh, Paul George, unfortunately, you know, Paul George went into a bit of a shooting slump, and 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 you know that's obviously going to help, uh, not help the cause. But he, you know he was back today, and they ended up only losing by three points uh, in the end. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see can they make this work. You know, if they if they like you know play twenty games together because the, the, what the trade deadline doesn't shut until just before the All Star break is is that how it goes? Just before, or? I think just before. Yeah, they play another twenty games together. Say they go, you know, I'd say say they only win six of those games. Do they? What do they do? What, what do they do? Even if they go ten and ten. Maybe they think, oh, maybe they fix some things, but you know, next twenty games they've got to go above five hundred. They got to, they've started zero and six with Harden. Now it's going to take a bit of time to transition, but how 100%. much more time can you allow it to take? The the positive thing is that they've done, they've completed this trade at the start of the season, like yeah. they've made this happen. It wasn't like a post. Uh, trade deadline a, deal, yeah, like late in the season, and they're struggling. Like they've got a lot of time to figure it out, and they will figure it out. They will. Tyloo will figure it out. Um, those stars will all figure it out. Like it's, there's no concern there. It's not like, mate. As we say every week on this show when we talk about the NBA, they're in the 12th seed. They're only one game behind the plane, so you're one game off of playoffs. That's the way I look at it, mate. It's not you need to get to the eighth seed. And they're three games behind the Golden State Warriors already. Mate, they're a game out of the plane. So they're a game out of the playoffs. I'm telling you, you don't want to be playing the Clippers in the plane. Let's just put it that way. With all that experience on that team. So I'm not concerned about them in the slightest. It's just is a concerning start on the fact that they got a lot of ball-centric guys in that team. Westbrook, Paul George can play off the ball, which is a good thing, but he is pretty ball-centric. Harden's very ball centric, so, but they will work it out. I hope, because it, it'd be pretty impressive that team when it gets rolling. Uh, Global, welcome. Maddie Cams, welcome. Adam says Harden's not the beard no more. He's the problem. Well, funnily enough, Harden played this type of role with Kyrie and. Um, Kevin Durant at Brooklyn, and they ended up making it work. They were toenail out of making the uh, the finals, so it will work. It's just a matter of time. Uh, Portland in thirteenth, Spurs in fourteenth. They got blown out by Oklahoma today, absolutely demolished, and uh, the Grizzlies in fifteenth. Mate, they just need to get through nine more games. The Grizzlies. Everyone's like, oh, they're so bad. They're two games out of the playing spot. They've got to get through nine, uh, 11 more games. When John Morant comes back, that whole, that whole franchise turns around. 
People yeah. don't. I don't know if people yeah. realise that he's back in nine games. If John Morant comes back and you've got Jaron Jackson playing at the level he's playing at and brings that as well, they got Marcus Smart now defensively. Desmond Bain, who's good. It's just funny. Like it's like all oh, they're finished. They're nowhere near finished, mate. They won fifty games last season. Man. Yeah, you're telling me what? They're not just going to beat up on all the East teams that they're going to play against, and then beat up on some of the shit teams in the West. That they have to play four times. Come on, give me a spell, guys. We're acting like oh, John Morant missing twenty games is like he's been out for five years. <laughs> like that—that's the way people are acting. Uh, unless he pulls another Glock, then we're, then we're cooked. Like if you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, but that's not going to happen. All right, let's get to the East. Uh, Boston and Philly on top, eight and two. Indiana Philly, seven and four. Seamless without Harden. Uh, Maxi's picked up the slack. Joel Maxie's Embiid is, you know, playing well. Yeah, he's playing very. Actually, very the, well. the the biggest one that's obviously taken a, and, and we've seen that he has this ability is Tobias Harris. He's been playing really, really well for them um, as that third option. And I mean, we know he has that in him. I mean, he did that when when the Clippers had that great playoff run. Uh, you know, when they sort of had the, the, the band of misfits, as you, you would have probably look at it. And um, look, I, I feel like, you know, the 76ers, they could probably keep it rolling. They're in the East there. And they, they started this well, and they're playing some pretty good basketball. I've watched a few of their games. I would say they could easily be a top three in that East. They could easily be a top three seed in that East. I agree. Hundred uh, percent. Pace is in third with your boy Halley. He's uh, he's playing great he basketball. Like, he had six, 14 assists or something today, and he had seventeen assists last game. He's just I'm, he's oh, he's so good, bro. I'm telling you, he's like, so he's, good and he's just, so good. He's on. He's people. I think he's underrated, mate. He's out there in Indiana. Get his stats. Get his stats. Get his stats while I keep going through. The the Heat ended up beating uh who do we beat today? The guy that you said Halliburton's gonna be way better than, which is LaMelo Ball. Uh Heat got the job done there, source. And I'll tell you what, I know I I shit on the Heat before the season started. We're already into the fourth seed from last. <laughs> I know but I think we might have done it again, Source. I think we might have done it again. Have you seen Who's our rookie? This- Vaquez Jr. Is this the long-haired guy? Bro, he looks like Sasha Vucevic. Yeah, I've seen him. Hey, yeah. he's been dropping people with step-backs, three-pointers. Mate, they came back, Charlotte. They were all over us going into the fourth, and he decides, oh, I'm going to drop. I think he dropped 13 in the fourth quarter today. And was just he was just hitting threes from everywhere. I was like, where do we find this guy? He's been playing on restricted minutes, 17 minutes. Like, that's his uh, minutes allocation. I'm telling you. Not going to be 17 minutes for much longer. I think they found another guy. It, another one. I don't know how you they look do at it. Him, you look at him. Hey, honestly, you look at him, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be no good. And then you it looks like him play. Yeah, it looks like white man can't jump out yeah, there. And is. he turns it, out he's a baller. He's actually he's a baller. He's absolute baller. He is a baller. Yeah. It looks like Check the Mexican out, version. It looks like the Mexican seen, version of seen, bloody um, Austin Reeves. Like Austin it. Reeves, you look at him and you go, "Oh, it looks like he can't play basketball." 
Same with Vakas Jr. Oh, it doesn't look like that. he can play. And he's balling out, man. He's balling out. So that's good. So Prism's coming out. I'll, I'll preview that in our hobby talk. You can all go buy his cards. They might not go for $100 uh, like in the past for a base card. You might get $1 for it this time around when the next uh, boom comes. But be mindful. Vakas Jr. is a gun. Atlanta in fifth. Bucks in sixth. They've got a lot of a few teething issues there in in Milwaukee at the moment. Nets in seventh, unfortunately, once again. Simmons is injured, Source. Not sure if you saw this. He's injured again. The Knickerbockers stink. They're, they're actually terrible. They I expect them to make a fair few moves at the trade deadline. Probably Julius Randle gets moved. I don't know what they're going to do, but that they're not great. Uh, I, the Magic I, I, in I nine. Actually- I actually don't and, – and I'm not sure if you've seen. They got rid of Obi Toppin, and he's been starting for the Pacers, and he's been playing tremendously tremendously well. He can step out, knock a corner three. He's got the athleticism. He's got his defense now. He's blocking shots. Why the hell they got rid of Obi Toppin when he brings that energy and that excitement off the bench? He's actually starting for the Pacers now. Maybe so, it's a development because you know who else is getting a bit of a run? Kevin Knox is getting a bit of a run at Atlanta as well. I noticed. Cam Reddish is getting a massive run at the Lakers. They Remember, they acquired him. They, yeah, they rarely played him, him. They waived him. The Lakers have got him. It, but at, at Atlanta, before they traded him out to get um, DeJounte Murray in that trade and whatever... He was getting minutes. Then he got injured. Then he went to New York. I thought, oh, you know, he played with RJ Barrett in college. It was him. It was Barrett, him, and Zion. They all played together at Duke. And I was like, oh, you know, they'll give him a bit of a run. They ended up waving him. He goes to the, the Lakers. He's a he's a nice player. He's not elite. He's not he's just a good role player. Does his job. He's a good role player, but he's got yeah. undersized uh length. And he you can know, play defense. Went, he can he play played, defense. He's, he plays pretty good D, um, and he can shoot a three. That that's pretty much the league. It's three and D. But I don't know what the Knicks are doing. I, I don't. Kevin Knox getting a run. Obi Toppin's getting a run. He's starting. Cam Reddish getting a run. These are pieces that they all had. Got rid of him. I don't know. I'm not saying Brunson isn't a good player. Brunson is a good player, but he's not a superstar. You need superstars in your team. It's not Detroit in 03 where you didn't have like an out and out superstar and then up winning the title. Or 03 or 04, whichever one they won. Can't remember. Chauncey Billups was the superstar. He was a good player. They might have had a star in there. The Knicks haven't got no Giannis on their team or a Kevin Durant on their team or Anthony Davis or LeBron on their team. They got Julius Randle, who they thought was better than Chris Bosch at one stage, and we all laughed on this show. And we gave Stephen A. Smith a Lamont for it because that was the most idiotic thing that he's ever said, in my opinion, in terms of a comparison. This the disrespect to Chris Breezy. Breezy on that right there was just disgusting. disgusting. Makes makes us sick. See Breezy. Uh Raptors in tenth. Uh then we got Cleveland. In 11th, Chicago have said that Zach Levine is open to be dealt. 
and should Source. be dealt. Get that man out of there and get Patrick Williams starting in his spot. I don't know how many more times I've got to say this. The Chicago Bulls, what the hell are you waiting for? Get Zach Levine out of there. He's so inefficient. And put Patrick Williams in there and give him the reps. He is the future. Zach Levine is not. Oh, it's, Zach Levine's probably so going to go. So he's going to probably go to the Lakers, mate. They'll probably get him at the Lakers. Yeah, but, but he'll be all right for us at the Lakers because he can. He can. We need three point shooting, and that's the one thing he's good at. He shoots the three over forty percent. Right. It's the other stuff he struggles on. He struggles a bit on defense. You know, he gets blown by a bit too easily. Easy. He's not very good lockdown defender. That's the stuff he struggles with. So you know, he might find his role in the Lakers when he's. You know, getting kicked. You know, when when LeBron, you got LeBron driving to the basket, getting double teamed, and he finds you even if he's behind, if you're at the back of his head, he knows where you are at all times. It's going to be easy to catch and shoot, knock down trees. Very true. Well, we'll see where he gets dealt because it's going to happen. And then the last three teams: Charlotte, Washington, and Detroit. Not much to talk about there. I thought Detroit showed a bit more promise, but as Saucy said. To me last week, Dom, don't get too high on them. They're going to stink, and they do stink. Uh, Adam says, uh, I don't even know. I don't think that the Knicks even know what the Knicks are doing. Probably right on that. And he said, Toppen and Halliburton are a good combo. Definitely. All right, let's move on, Source. Unless you've got anything else there on the NBA front, we're going to get straight in to the round ball, the football. Uh just some scores this week. I'm not going to be reviewing anything because it's an uh, international break. Uh, but Postacoglu woes go from uh, bad to worse. Lost 4-1 to Chelsea last week. They lost 2-1 to Wolves this week. Uh, not great for them. Fumbled the bag, mate. Two goals in injury time. Yep. Terrible. Uh, Man United... Uh, defeat Luton in an unconvincing win. Uh, goal scorer for Man United. Guess what, ladies and gents? Wasn't an attacker. Was Victor Lindelof. So, which is uh, good to see. Killing it. Uh, Everton <laughs> beat Crystal Palace 3-2. Uh, Arsenal defeat Burnley 3-1. Red card in that game as well for the Gunners. Uh, Bournemouth 2-0 over Newcastle. West Ham 2, uh, 3-2 over Nottingham. Liverpool beat Brentford 3-0. Brighton 1-1 with Sheffield. Villa defeat Fulham 3-1. And Chelsea and Man City play out a draw. 4-4 draw. What was a ripping game. Ripping game. Thank you very much, Chelsea, for stealing some points off City. Get to the the standings. I'm lagging like crazy. I'm not. I'm not sure if you've seen in that game. Um, obviously, Cole Palmer used to play for Man City, and then after one point, when I think they just conceded one of the goals, they were having a bit of a team huddle, and Cole Palmer just, you know, walks into the huddle and says, "What's going on, boys?" You know, like trying to, and then and one of his ex teammates just grabs him and pushes him away. He was just uh, stirring the pot a bit. It was pretty funny. I, I, I like to see that. You gotta love it. Uh, the the standings as they are, City on top. I'm just gonna go through probably the top ten teams. So City first on 28 points. Liverpool flying under the radar a bit this this season. Source they're second on 27 points. Then the Gunners equal with them. Uh, Tottenham 26 points. Villa in fifth on 25. Man United for as bad as they've been are uh, in sixth spot on 21 points. 
Uh, Newcastle on 20 points in seventh. Brighton, uh, 8th, 9th, West Ham. And 10th is Chelsea. So um, I said to you, Chelsea, they're going to start getting players back. I said that last week on the show. And they're, they're starting to play some decent football. And uh, they drew 4-4 with City. So good on them. Uh, let's go over the Champions League, uh, which was played out last week. Arsenal defeated Sevilla 2-0. Bayern defeat Galatasaray 2-1. Uh, Madrid threw 3-0 over Braga. Just going to the main ones. Uh, Dortmund 2-0 over Newcastle. Shakhtar defeat uh, Barca 1-0. Uh, Atletico beat Celtic 6-0. AC Milan beat PSG 2-1 with the Rafael Liao. Tricycle kick 2.0 to rival Messi's. It wasn't great, but it counts. Everyone was going nuts over it. Uh, and then, of course, the big game. The big game source was FC Copenhagen versus Manchester United. And uh, we got beaten in Copenhagen uh, 4-3. It was great. Well, 2-0 up. And do you know what happened? They scored Copper two. Red. Yeah, Rashford. red to Rashford. Yep. And then they kicked Which, two. In. What, what's your opinion on that? I think I think that's a red card. Like, I understand he's trying it is to a red, the ball. No, 100% but... it's a red card. But when you like you said it last week when it came to – when you were talking about VAR, yeah? When you slow shit down... Yeah, it looks way worse. It looks like he he tried to murder him, like break his ankle in half. That, that's what it looks like. It's so bad, but it was a red card. I, I didn't... I had no no qualms with that at all, mate. I was like, yeah, get him off. Like, what are you going to do? The guy can't kick a goal to save his life anyway, so who gives a shit? Whether he's on the field or he's not, whether we've got 11 men or 10 men does make a difference to Man United, but... The fact that we actually scored goals is beyond me. And uh, they kick, we'll turn it up. Hoyland kicked the first two within the space of 20 minutes. And then uh, they kicked two in stoppage time at the end of the first half, which was fucking, I was, I was fuming. I was actually losing it. Uh, one was a VAR pen. Yeah. And then they, then we got a lucky VAR pen call in our favor, which I was like, oh, maybe the tables are turned. We're up 3 2. Uh, they score, goes 3-3, three, three, and then they scored in the death, mate. And you should have seen me. I was ropeable. The fact that I was just pissed off because the fact that Bayern did us a favor. They beat Galatasaray. And all we had to do was win, and we'd be right back what, in the mix. We're in danger. Of not we're in danger. Like... We're cooked, mate. We stink. We're shit. We're so bad. Anyway, that's it for the Champions League. And, of course, we can't go a week without talking about the greatest league on the planet, Source almost at the number one ranking, and that is the, the Saudi Pro League. Uh, we had al Waida losing to Al-Nassar 3-1. Guess who scored again? Don't need to say the name. You all know. Uh, Al-Aktud defeated Hazem 2-1. Uh, Al-Faya draw with Al-Etifak. Nil all. Al-Etihad 4-2. Benzi gets his first hat-trick source in the Saudi League. Your boy. 4-2 uh, win there. Al-Halal 2-0 over Al-Tawun. No surprises who scored for Al-Halal once again. Uh, big Mitro, he scored again. He's scoring for fun, mate. Uh, Riyadh 1-1 with Al-Fateh. Damak and Al-Ali 2-2. Khalij 3-1 over Al-Tay. Al-Raid 2-1 over Shabab. And uh, rumor on the street, it's picking up a bit more steam sauce that uh, Al-Nassar might get a bit of a wildcard entry into the Champions League, the 24-25 Champions League season. Getting a bit more steam. 
UEFA said they are they have turned into one of the most popular, and you're going to be able to talk about this because you are over in another part of the country. They've turned into one of the most popular teams on planet Earth, Al Nassar. And you messaged me something when you're out in Thailand because you know the fakey specials over there for the tops are unbelievable. And what did yeah. you what did you tell me? Walk through the the markets there, and you got all the the fakey jerseys. You know, you got the NBA, and you know, uh, there's they had a few uh, football jerseys there. You've got the Harlands. You've got you know uh, all the big names there. Saka. You got all the big names: Grealish, Maguire. You got Rashford, Harry Maguire. You got the Manchester United. You got the Harry Kane over at Bayern Munich. You know, you got all the big names there. And then you have just two players from the Saudi Pro League, one being Neymar Jr. And then the other one being Ronaldo Al Nassar right there. Um, yeah. Did you see any locals rocking the Al Nassar tops over there? Uh, no, I didn't. But I did see a couple of like kids rocking around in Al Nassar Ronaldo tops that they probably bought there. So, yeah, yeah like quite a few, not just more than a yeah. handful, you know, like easy over the few days that I was there. Adam said um, that a Saudi league team should be called Al Al Cool J. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Uh, yeah, so no, no games this week with the break. Uh, let's get into F1 quickly. Uh, Vegas GP this Sunday, the 19th of November. 5 p.m. on the Vegas Street Circuit. So tune in for that one. Uh, there will be no off-the-grid once again because we'll be at the Hobby Hangout and at 5 p.m. we'll be at dinner. So hopefully we'll just tell them to put it on at the pub. That'd so, be great. Yeah, we'll watch it there. We'll do off-the-grid from the pub. Why not? Not doing that. Get out of control. All right. That's it from me, UFC for you, Sauce. Doma, UFC was a massive card. UFC in June 95, I uh, watched a few of the fights, so I can uh, give you a bit of a, a roundup. But before we get into that, UFC is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap. Head to www.rollclean.com.au. And check out their soap varieties. They're num- number one in MMA, BJJ, and martial arts hygiene. Don't be the smelly guy at the gym. Roll in with confidence and destroy the competition. Roll Clean, we've got your back. And they keep you fresh at Roll Clean Soap on the socials. And make sure you head to their website. Use the code Double Coverage for 20% off your first order. All right, Doma, UFC 295 over the weekend. Main card, we'll run it through. Diego Lopez in the featherweight division gets a TKO in the first round over Pat Sabatini in the lightweight division. You had Benoit Saint-Denis defeating Matt Frivola with a TKO in the first round. In the women's strawweight, Jessica Andrade defeated Mackenzie Dern, giving her first TKO of her career in the second round. Uh, Andrade has crazy power. Uh, look for her to to make a, a strong title push in the heavyweight division, which uh, the co-main event um, got this one wrong. Thought Sergi would c- come out because he was the more active fighter. 
been fighting more often. Tom had a few injuries coming back, took it on short notice, went in there uh, on two weeks' notice and pulled out an absolute cracker of a victory. Hit Sergi right on the, uh, you know, right on the, on the eardrum, right on the side of the head, and then you seen just the equilibrium go straight away. And it was, you know, good night to the floor, a couple of hammer fists, knocked out within one minute and and, and nine seconds. Um, I think there was one minute and nine seconds to go in the round one. So all set and done in round one. Tom Aspinall gets the win. Uh, he is now uh, the interim uh, heavyweight champion and in line to now fight John Jones. Uh, should John Jones be fit and, and back and ready? Um, you know, that, that will be the fight in the heavyweight division. So that looks like a cracker. And then the main event, if you don't know, now you know Alex Pereira, the two-time champ. Uh, thank you very much. Obviously, shared the card on the socials, Dommer. It's happy to have uh, one of Tyson Beck's rookie cards in hand. Um, you know, people want to question the stoppage and how it went down. Bro, people want to question the stoppage. What, what? I just want to ask them, what fight were you watching? He was literally holding his arm, and while he's holding his arm, he strikes him with three clean elbows to the side of the head, and he doesn't even move his arms from around his back to the side of his head to stop another one. What is the ref meant to do on that point? Is the ref meant to let, let him keep taking elbows to the side? He's probably knocked out. That's why he, he didn't move his arm there to block it. You just don't know because he's leaning up against his body. Like those strikes, are those elbows that he was throwing while he's grabbing him, Yuri was on his knees grabbing him. They were so clean. I don't know what people were complaining about, what, what stoppage. Yuri he, himself said, I was knocked out. Like the ref made the right call and stopping the fight. So people complaining about the stoppage. You don't know anything about MMA. Um, that was as clean as they come, if you ask me. No doubt about it. And once again, what actually started that vicious sequence, Dommer, the left hand that obviously knocked out Adesanya multiple times now, uh, that left hand, I'm just telling you, that it's it's got concrete in there, Dom. It's not made of bone and flesh. Man, I'm telling you, he's got concrete in there. He literally injects concrete into his veins and bang, that hand is that heavy. And like, it wasn't even a big windup. It wasn't a big windup. It came from this short, sharp angle, boom, straight to the chin. And it started the downfall of Yuri. In, up until that point, Yuri actually looked like he was on top in the fight. But you never know with Alex Pereira and that and that power. And, and he proved it once again. And um, he... His coach, Glover, was definitely happy. He revenged, uh, obviously, Glover lost to Yuri in his last fight. So he avenged his coach as well. So that was a, a big and a, a delightful moment for, for them too where he jumped in the cage and picked him up. But, um, yeah, look, congratulations, Alex Pereira, for the two-time champ and two-division champ. Obviously not he called out time, Adesanya. Still, he did call out Adesanya. He did call out Adesanya. Adesanya. doesn't want anything to do with it. He's just like, no. Nah. Adesanya... I'm telling you, he got his got he got his got back. He's now always going to be. It's like, you know what it's like. It's like when you used to play FIFA back in the day, and you could go back and forth. I used to always have this say, saying: "You're only as good as your last game." So if you finished on top and you beat them last, you say, "Hey, you're only as good as your last game," and I beat you. So Adesanya is never fighting him again because he's never going up. 
So unless he wants to come down and they make that fight again in that weight division, then maybe it happens because Dana would love to see that happen again. It's a big draw card. But he ain't going up. He ain't going up into that division. So if I just if, if Pereira's going to stay there, then that's that's the way it's going to be. And I'm telling you, Adesanya doesn't want that again. I feel like he just wants to – he got his back and he wants, wants to, to go, leave it at that. He wants to go knock out Strickland pretty much what he wants to do, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to get his back on Strickland. But Strickland's fighting who? I, I said it on the show to you a few weeks ago. I forget who I said it was. Oh, yeah, he's got a fight booked. I just can't remember. It's a good was. fight too. A very good yeah, fight. Yeah, it does look like a good fight. So, yeah, very nice. Card this week? Um, Yeah, hang on, wait. Sorry. Let's go. Is there a card this week? Uh, USC Fight Night, November the 19th. Yes, there is. It kicks off from 9 a.m. It is also geez, in Las Vegas. Uh, a bit going on there. A bit going on there. It's headlined by Brendan Allen and Paul Craig in the middleweight division. That looks like that's actually a cracking fight. And then the co-main event is Michael Morales against Aussie Jake Matthews. So make sure you tune in and support Jake Matthews. And if you don't know who Jake Matthews is, well, go look up Jake's breaks because he actually does breaks, does Jake's Matthews on IG. Um, and he's been into Cherry Store and back breaking boxes in there. So he's involved in the hobby. So make sure you support him, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you do, actually, I'm pretty sure if you go into his breaks and he hits cards and they're yours and it's his cards in the, as a rookie, he signs them and then sends them to you. So which is, oh, which is really nice. cool as well. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Very nice. Beauty. Check it out oh, this weekend, 9 a.m. The card kicks off, and it will be a freebie on, um, you know, ESPN. ESPN. Or, yeah. That's awesome. Very nice. Let's jump into Hobby Talk, of course, brought to you by Mint Collectibles. Find all your hobby needs and boxes at Mint Collectibles. 20% <laughs> off at the checkout. Code double coverage. Check them out at www.mintcollectibles.com.au or on IG at mintcollectibles underscore or Facebook at mintcollectibles. Very nice. As as we keep mentioning, they've got some very nice singles down there. Just get a cheeky 20% off. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? All right, Sauce. First and foremost, the biggest news in the hobby, the biggest product in the hobby. Here it is. There's an overview See if I can zoom in just a little bit more. Uh, one of the most important base sets of the year. When it's all said and done, there won't be a shortage of cards out there, but there'll still be the rookie cards that command the most attention. What's it say up here? Are you ready for the NBA Wemby Rainbow? Whoa. Any so Wemby autos in there? Hell no. <laughs> Here's the he NBA champ signatures. NBA champion signatures. Uh, insert checklist includes fearless fireworks, luck of the lottery, and widescreen. These are all just mock ups at the moment. Um, 24, uh, 12 cards per pack, 12 packs per box. Boxes per case is a TBA. Release date TBA. Yeah, the rundown is just that the race is on. Um, Sunday, five PM global. So in Vegas, said, it's gonna be are, it's gonna be a sick are, race. Like, on the, the pub when we're there. 
What to expect in a hobby box, two autos, 10 inserts, and 22 prism parallels. So no dates yet. It says here, subject to change, TBA. So we'll wait and see what happens there, Source. Uh, next big thing is this bad boy. Hobby hangout this weekend, Source. Get Melbourne excited, Pavilion. Yeah, very Pavilion. excited. It's always good um, to catch up with everyone there. Yeah, we'll have a table down there as always. And um, Source has got his speaking engagement. Yep, I'm, I'll be up on stage speaking where no one can hear me at all if they haven't upgraded the speaker systems, which we hope they have. But nonetheless, if it if that is not the case, still come see me up on stage, uh, rambling on like a uh, lemon, uh, as I usually do. But yeah, I'm excited, Doma. Uh, I'm, if you see to the back there, there's my boxes on the bed. I am literally been going through repicing uh, singles adding new singles that I had sitting in boxes that I didn't even know opened up boxes. Oh, there's more cards in here. Bang. All right. Take them out, pricing them up, uh, pricing all, uh, I'm bringing some very nice autos. So make sure you come check it out. I've got UFC, bit of UFC, bit of, uh, a few NFL cards that I'm going to throw in there. I'm not autos though. Um, just some patches and, and some other stuff that I bought along the way. Um, and what else have I got? Some NBA autos. I've got some, Bit of football, round ball, uh, autos as well, and and some patch cards and, and things. So numbered cards. Make sure you come check out our store, say hello, and um, yeah, maybe you, you might be on the mic. I don't know. Well, I'm just deciding what we're going to do for some content. So we always always usually make a video for the day, but yeah, definitely excited. Um, and if you can't make hobby hangout. That's fine because you, there's a show the day before the Melbourne Card Fair. I've got it. Um, yep. So you can also check that one out, which I will be at as well. I've decided, you know what, I'm coming back and I'm just going to go to all the card shows this weekend. I'm pretty pumped up, and um, I'll bring. I'm just going. I'm not. I'm not set up there, Doma. So I'm just going down there just to have a bit of adventure, a bit of something Bang. to do on Saturday morning. So make sure you check it out. Uh, that is this weekend at the uh it's the melbourne card fair at the big fields which is in north uh, big plan sorry big north melbourne um very it's very close to to arden street uh north melbourne where yeah. the, the home of kangaroos uh is and yeah make sure you check it out melbourne card fair that's this saturday and the hobby hangout is this sunday uh so back to back shows in close close proximity if you do live you know pretty close to the city or on on uh you know i mean i'm i'm lucky because i'm i'm not too far from the city and, and that's Matt's card you know, shop we're back to back this sunday in terms of stalls boys content galore extra security too well that's what we need that's what we need and ladies and gentlemen just obviously with with all of this stuff and the card shows coming up just just be a little bit vigilant right we all want to trust and, and, and have that trust that everyone in the hobby is great people, but there are scumbags out there. So just be, just, just be mindful of when you're bringing cards out, when you're showing cards to other people that maybe you might not have met before or, or whatever, or you're looking to trade, just, just keep track of your shit. Um, if you're going to bring a case, uh, my suggestion is 
you know, or you got to bring any cards like me. I've got me, um, I've got my palms off gaming leather case that fits a bunch in there. I've got two of these that I'm going to bring full on the Saturday, plus my little tool pro case that I've got here. Um, I'm also looking at maybe can get the hookup from Matt's card case. If you haven't seen those, that looks pretty cool. So I might have to check one out and decide whether I'm, whether I'm going to bite the bullet on one of those, Maddie, um, to upgrade from the, the, the tool pro that I picked up off super cheap auto when it was a black Friday deal for like 10 bucks. But I think it's time enough to upgrade to a proper case full this Saturday and just make sure you take photos of your inventory or, or know exactly what you got. If you're too lazy to write down your inventory on a spreadsheet or something, well, just take it out and take a group photo, you know, lay it across your bed, across the table. You know, maybe you might photo 10 cards at a time so you can get it done quicker and just know what you've got, right? Just know what you're bringing, know what you've got. And then, you know, when you sell something, get rid of it. Just take a photo and know what you're getting rid of and things like that. So, you know, you're not losing any stuff and no one's stealing shit on you. And if someone does happen to, you know, do that bad thing of take an item that wasn't theirs, you can sort of know and, and maybe, you know, something can be done about it um, because, you know, those people should not go uncaught. Uh, it's never good to take something that is not yours. That's, you know, a dog act, especially in in any realms of, of, of society. So, just be vigilant. Very nice. Adam says, are you doing back-to-back -back and going to the cherry trade night? Saucy's doing back-to-back. -back. I'm just doing Sunday. I'm not doing trade night at cherry. When is trade night? Saturday night. It's 5.30 till 8. If anyone from cherry listens to this, can I just ask you a question? Why did you wait all the way? Like, is it because you're waiting for everyone to come into the state that might be in state, whatever, and then you do a trade night? I just, I just... Like, there's so much hobby stuff on this weekend. This is not the weekend we really need a trade night. I'll be honest with you. It's a fair call. Personally. Like, I'm not really keen to go during the day to the Melbourne Carb Fair and then go to Cherry at 5 to 8 at night on a Saturday night for a trade night. That's a, that's a, fair, that's a fair comment. Like, this isn't the Australian National where, say, it's a two-day event and you're going there to the Australian yeah. National for all cards and you want to just be involved with cards the whole weekend. It's just, you know, unfortunate that there is two shows. And I actually don't agree with there being two shows. I feel like that's even too much to have the two shows Saturday, Sunday. But it's happened. I'm just going to embrace it. But I, I just feel like we don't need it. We don't need a trade night. We, we actually don't. You can do the trading at the. Obviously, so what you're saying is the trade their trade nights should be. What you're saying is their trade nights should be more regularly throughout the year and not on the same weekend as the the show the well, big shows. Yeah, the, the, I, I would personally, I would prefer to have trade nights throughout the year and other times where we 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 we're lacking shows or we're lacking that 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 want for hobby hangout where it only comes here twice a year, right? That is the biggest and baddest and best show in the country. So, uh, look, uh, it's obviously an opportunity and they're seeing it as an opportunity in, in their eyes because there is probably a higher volume of people here that have come for the show. Um, so I understand that. But can we get some more regular trade nights that are not on the same weekend as Hobby Hangout? Fair enough. Cherry, any chance? Grayson. We love you, Grayson, uh, but... Regardless. No, I'll, I'll give him that feedback. Are you kidding me? Honest, just honest feedback. He's good with that. And he's 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 good with the feedback. 
You'll, you'll take it on board. Uh, Matt said he's got your back with his card case. Uh, Brett said you should have an error in your case where someone can engrave details. Don't worry, Matt. I'm about to bring it up. So uh, Global said, I'm going to leave some shit with you, lads. No worries. Matt said he's um, good suggestion. I've already thought about an air tag compartment for the next batch. I would suggest just having one there just in case, which is good. And don't worry, Matty. I'll bring this up for you so we can show everyone. What are you talking about? I'll be honest with you. I actually missed this in the feed. So this is actually good that I'm I'm actually seeing this for the first time as well. I, I don't know how I missed this in the feed. My Honestly, our Instagram algorithm shits me up the wall. It shits me up the wall. It's either that or Matt's got me shadow banned. Uh, got me uh, blocked. <laughs> nah, just kidding. You wouldn't do that. Here's Matt's card case. Uh, the ultimate card accessory. Ladies and gentlemen, move across. Have a look at the space in this. Nice and fucking nice and padded. That's the open great. layout, and then there's, That's a, the open there's layout. a three. And then there's a, the yeah, three. The three there. Got the code on there on the briefcase as well. Ladies and gents, if you're buying one of these, here's the tip. Don't make it 0000, zero, 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 zero <laughs> as your code or 69, 69, 69, because you can have that three times. Like... Let's just. Well, this is great, Matt. This is honestly fantastic. Uh, I wish you all the best as well um, in this venture, at least in the cases. It, really, we haven't seen this across the board. We've seen there, display there, there was, cases. We've seen yeah, display there was, cases. There was one peep, one bunch of. Uh, I seen someone doing it. Uh, you know, cases, but they weren't. I mean, these are metal outside bit different uh, style that they, their one was more of like a canvas outside and it had like a yeah. zip that went around and you locked the zip or something like that um but yeah they, these look like real proper briefcase style which which is cool what's the cost matt are you able to drop the the cost here as well we can give a bit of a plug as well just so people if they listen to this they're prepared on sunday to bring uh the funds yeah, if so, you're selling him there, which I'm guessing you are, If you're, you are, if you're selling it, selling him there. Yeah. So there you go. I'll wait. If that comes up, I'll mention it. Very nice. Uh, next big news. What's the next big news? This is probably one of the biggest news going around at the moment. Uh, the great man over here is on the uh, advertising. Hang on, before you go on to that, Matty, has got put the price there. Just oh. quickly read that. One row $75, three rows $125 will be a hobby hangout only special and go up after the show to cover postage. Brett says, will they be stocked at Bunnings, mate? Don't worry. Don't worry. I reckon they will. I reckon they will. Uh, the other one, just quickly, was Adam asked, did HGA get sold again? And Yes. They did get sold again. Dan did a video on on that. All I'm going to say on behalf of double coverage, because we obviously we're doing a bulk sub for them at one stage, they were very quick to promise things and under-deliver massively. That was the one thing that Source and I noticed. The fact that Source and I were giving them all these suggestions and they were turning around and going, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. To 
to us, that's a massive red flag because these things should have been on your on your planning going forward. They're like, oh, that's a great idea because we we complained a fair bit about the portal, the way it was done. We're like, can you put this? And then they did add some some stuff in there for us. And we're like, we spoke with each other and we're like, as if we're the ones that are recommending this stuff for them. Like, yeah. We were giving, yeah, as, a, as Thomas said, we were giving them suggestions in to, to, to make their business processes better. And they actually took those suggestions yeah. on and implemented them within their website, within their processes um, to other bulk suburbs and other things like that. And we just couldn't believe that, you know, they opened up to bulk suburbs and this wasn't things that they'd thought about before they'd started to, to go down this road to taking more cards. Then they promised to, made all these empty promises. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, um, uh, you know, Mr. Mister Tyler himself was a, a very, very good salesman and, and you know, he pulled the wool over a lot of people's eyes, me included. Uh, with you know the way he spoke and and everything and and that's why now I literally do not believe any person in the hobby in what they say to your face and that includes anyone up until the point of of you know the big dogs in this hobby because they'll say one thing just like politicians and they'll do another thing right so you can't believe everything that comes out of someone's mouth and that's probably one thing that I learned the hard way and and, and you know in, in this hobby and and being ripped off in certain aspects, you know, sending cards there for $50 a pop that was literally a waste of money. Uh, and sorry for anyone else that, that, that went down that road. Don't think that I didn't lose money out of that 200% I did, you know, cause I, um, you know, I was Same lucky enough. So, I, was, I, was, I was lucky enough to, to, you know, get a couple of big cards back. And at the time when people were still buying HGA cards, I sold them off and, you know, that offset a lot of that cost. And I, I didn't do too bad out of it. Uh, I didn't lose, you know, thousands of dollars, a couple hundred bucks. You know, it's, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was not good from them. And my suggestion is, HGA, don't send your cards there unless you want the custom label or you just like their label for any specific reason to to your specific card that you're sending. Um, but other than that, it's yeah, it's a waste of money. Uh, it is a waste of money. And if you want to send your cards anywhere, as we've said to you, you send them to PSA because people are going to pay more for that piece of plastic. And and, uh, and now only cost you $27 Australian, I think, to, to send the card or 30 bucks. So, yeah. And the Easy. fact that PSA started lowering their prices and HGA never lowered their prices for ages, that was another thing to go, well, why are people going to keep using you if you're not going to compete? now compete with um psa's lower pricing and it took them ages just to make moves they were just just very slow moving company and 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 just yeah not not much thought went behind it and it 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 see look people called it a money grab from the beginning and it seems it's it seems as though that way that that's what it is and and especially that he sold it off and now those people who he sold it to have realized shit we got sold a bs business because that's why if you think about it why they open the doors to the group subs why they open the doors to everyone allow them to send all their cards at once because they want to prop up the company make it look like they've got more business than they actually did and then tyler sold the company there you go uh, let's get on to a positive note because those guys are lemons and then we'll get into a bit of a negative note but with a positive end with a, a lemon to give out but the positive is uh, Crown presents an evening with Tom Brady. That's great. 
that's really good if you ask me. But the best part about this is not the good-looking man here. It's the good-looking man that is involved with this. And, of course, it's Tyson Beck. Um, a few a few people have actually um, were messaging. There's probably a couple in this chat. And they're like, oh, do you know Tyson's involvement? Because as you know, Sauce and I have mentioned, like he tells us a fair bit of stuff and we never divulge absolutely anything that he tells us. Um, but he's even keeping this one under wraps. He goes, yeah, oh, I can't. he told us nothing. He told, he gave us. He just sent me, he just sent me donut emojis, mate. He just sent me donut emojis. So, mate, that's all I can give you, donuts. <laughs> so, but it's very exciting for him, obviously, to be on the promo with this. Um, it's going to be a great, Great night. So, Crown. Dying to know Crown- Cost Maddie. I, I did see someone actually sent me. Someone actually sent me. Maddie Cam sent me something about it costs. And I think there was three levels of tickets. It was like a $99 ticket, a $199 yeah. ticket, and like a $3,000 ticket. The $3,000 yeah. ticket got you the signed piece of memorabilia. Um, and then the $199 ticket, I think, got you like a poster, exclusive Tom Brady like poster thing. And the $99 ticket, I believe, just got you a, um, a seat in the Palladium to, to, to the event. Um, the, the one thing about this one, I'm going to say outside of every... I was a bit like, oh, you know, it's another night with and, or it's evening with and it's this and that. I saw Crown on here and I was a bit more... I was a bit more, I don't know, confident going into this one if I wanted to get a ticket, for example. Uh, last time I was at the Palladium and was when they did an evening with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And that was run really, really well. It was fantastic. So hopefully this has the same effect, to be honest, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it will be good. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll try and go. I'll probably just get a cheap ticket, to be honest. Um, if I can get one of those $100 ones and just sit out the back there, hopefully Sauce is keen. We can go in together, sit out the back. And just uh, just listen to the great man speak. I, I was I've mentioned his podcast, uh, the podcast episode he did with Patrick Bet David, and how well he speaks, and um, just how in depth he goes with his career and the motivation that he had and the motivation he gives to others um, that are listening to him. So it would be a fantastic opportunity if people get the the chance to buy a ticket and get there. Uh, out of Adam said, I saw Crown and thought that the Owl Group changed their name again. <laughs> yeah, they go by 24 caliber, I believe. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, just look out. And we only tell you this for your own good, yeah? Don't go giving those lemons money. If you see them, do your research. Who knows? They might try to change their name again. We'll, we'll find out. I'm telling you because I'm telling you, the Collector's Club, Tyson Beck's Discord, the, there are some people in there that just hate their guts, you know, for what happened to them with Shaquille O'Neal and that situation. And I'm t- they're not going to let it slide. They knew straight away. That's how I found out that they were now called 24 Caliber. They knew straight away. And I'm sure someone, if they change the name again, we'll find out straight away again. So we'll let you know if anything changes. But don't buy into any events that are sponsored or, you know, bought to you by 24 Caliber. Uh, Global quickly said, do you think the new deal between Fanatics and LeBron will devalue older autos? I don't think so. No. They're going down anyway because they were propped up to wash money. So, yeah. yeah. So, (laughs) I'm just saying. 
I'm just pointing out the, the director obvious. of assets, mate. The director of assets, he was love and life, I'll tell you. And he still is love and life. All right, let's get into the last thing and the most staggering thing. And this is a good lead in because it does involve Tyson. All right. And when I found this out, I was actually quite annoyed. And Source explained this uh, to me via um, a voice message. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is ridiculous. He sent me this picture first, ladies and gentlemen. He sent me this. And I, I was like, this is awesome. How good's this? Look at these are all Mike Tyson autos. Um, there you go. They're authentic. There you go. 800 US, this one. BGS authentic. Ty, Tyson times Tyson, Superfractor Mike Tyson. Uh, there's another one there and another one here. 800, 725. These are all the cards here. What do we got here? 12 card source. Looks fantastic. And I'm like, this is this is so good because as Tyson's mentioned in the past, PSA, all the grading companies never recognized his work as technically a part of the hobby. They're, they recognize it as a custom card and they wouldn't grade them. And obviously they've done the, the 180, which is great for Tyson. All right. If you're buying the card, you want to grade it, it's great. But then Saucy explained to me that these cards here are all stolen. And I my jaw hit the fucking floor. And I said, how in the world are these 12 cards stolen? Now, Saucy, you're able to explain this to everyone because you have the understanding of how these 12 cards were stolen. So if you would like to indulge us in this before you lose your absolute mind, at these Le Mans. So, obviously, you know, anyone anyone who, who's, who's followed Tyson Page, you see that, you know, most of the time he's he meets the athlete themselves, goes there, uh, meets with them, does the signing, um, usually gets a photo and, and maybe does a little behind-the-scenes content and things of that nature. On this occasion, you know, to, for this drop, he was unable to, you know, go out and, and meet meet Mike Tyson and, um, you know, get the card signed himself. So he decided to trust another, you know, what is meant to be one of the most trusted, you know, autograph, um, you know, agencies out there in Fitterman Sports right, um, yeah. who work with Ric Flair, they've worked with The Undertaker, they've worked with numerous sports stars, have signed through Fitterman Sports, you know, as well. Um, he's trusted Fitterman Sports. He's sent the cards over. He's trusted them to get them signed. And it, that is the mo um, the quality of Tyson's work. Like with every other company out there, they get multiples signed of multiple cards. So the the one of one, he actually had an extra one signed. Uh, uh, you know, got had an extra one out there to get signed, so that they could send them all back, and he could choose the best one that was the best auto, that was the best quality in terms of you know not ding corners or hadn't been slid across the table. He did it for the number to 10 and so on. He had multiples extras. It's a one-on-one here as well. So what's happened is a representative from Fitterman Sports has stolen some of the extra cards, pocketed them, and Mike Tyson does always does signing with Fitterman. So at a later, at a later date, 
right? Somewhere later down the track in a different signing, not at the same time. They've put these cards in front of Mike Tyson. They've got him to sign them. They've then left them under wraps, graded them and authenticated them a year later, or sorry, authenticated them a year later with Beckett, and then put them up on their own eBay page to sell and make profit. So they've stolen someone else's work. So just to so just to explain to people, so source, all these cards were base cards. No, some of them were one of ones. There's uh, one of them is a one of one. I think that's the one of one there, Dom. That purple one. This, this is there. this is a one of one too. That's a one of one. Right. Some, the reason they're all the, want to be numbered. So if you go yeah. look at the real ones on the back of the card, it's got hand numbered. If it do, if it's not hand numbered on the back, it has been stolen. Don't buy the card. And these have been removed now. These have been removed now, um, from what I understand. But I, I'm I was I was actually flabbergasted as to what I was being told. I cannot believe the audacity by the team there at Fitterman Sports, which is, you know, very disappointing because someone like P. Ryan talks so highly of Fitterman Sports, Dom. You know, they talk so highly of Fitterman Sports. Um, and I can't believe they've gone and done this. Why would you want to ruin your reputation in the industry and go and do this? And all they've had to say, all they've had to say is, it's a bit of a, sorry, we got caught and they've taken them down. But, mate, you've stolen someone else's work. You've not returned the items, what you were supposed to return back to them, right? And then you've kept them under wraps for 12 months and then tried to flog them off. That is an absolute dog of an act, first of all, right? You should be sued because... You're stealing and copywriting people's works and trying to pass it off as well, not pass it off as your own, but you're you're stealing. Pass it off as his. Well, really, pass it off as his because BGS then authenticated it as the Tyson Tyson, Beck card, correct? And BGS itself, like, it just goes to show what 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 bullshit the grading is because their job is to is to actually they should know that there's only one one of one and it's hand numbered. And if there's no hand numbering, they should report that to Tyson Beck and work in conjunction with the designer and say, hey, we've come across these cards. Um, aren't these, isn't this supposed to be a one of one? Isn't it supposed to have a hand numbering on the back? Shows aren't you supposed time to know and research they put in. Yeah, it goes to show their time and research department is a piece of shit, just like the grading company, right? Or every grading company, I should say. This, I'm just, it just, Irritates me, Dom. It irritates me that you've got these, you know, companies out there think that they can take advantage of the small guy. And in this case, Tyson is the small guy, right? He, he is the small guy in this case. You might think he's big in terms, but I mean, he is works for himself. He's not a Panini. He's not a Tops. He's not a Fanatics. You know, they're big. They're big, big. You know, big lions. He's just a small cub in, in you know, that's in the that's in the same, happens to have to live in the same enclosure, right? As these lemons who are trying to steal his work and make profit off it. For that, you, Fitterman Sports, are lemons!
their minds. Pieces of shit. I, I actually frustrates me so much. Frustrates me so much that this shit happens in the hobby, and just goes to show that even though you know these companies they preach, you know what they what they preach in terms of you know the service they provide you, just goes to show you that at a blink of an eye, if you shut it, they will straight away swoop a couple things and try to pocket and and make as much money as they can and rip you off. So fucking you know, grifters. Absolute scumbags. That's just a disgrace. Just a disgrace. There were actually a company that you looked at potentially sending some cards to do some signings, like private signings. And you, because when when you showed me Fitterman Sports, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And you go, oh, that was one of those companies I was going to do a private signing. Source was thinking maybe I'd buy like a base Ric Flair card or sometimes they had, um, who was the other guy that was going there? Uh, Ric Flair is another NFL player or an NBA player. Oh, Magic Johnson sometimes goes there. And Source was like, oh, you know, I might send some base Magic cards there, get them signed. It'd be pretty good. I can put them in the PC. So I was like, oh, you know, Fitterman. Oh, that sounds familiar. And then he said, oh, they stole the cards. He goes, all those cards are stolen. And I fucking, I was like, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. I wouldn't trust them with shit now. I wouldn't. How can I know to trust them that they don't... I know that they get the card signed, but if the card wants to be graded, they swap out your card for a shitter, ver- like a shitter quality version yeah. of your card. Or How do you not know? You don't know anymore. How can you trust, trust them? them? You know, if you you're might not send there, a nice quality... Yeah. Exactly, card. You want to get that authenticated and graded and you know you expect it to come back a 9-10 because you know the quality of the card. You hope that they're looking after your card you send and then they see, oh shit, this is so good. Let's swap it out for another one. As Dom mentioned, and they give you the shitter one. Oh, it got damaged in transit. Oh, it got yes, damaged when he was signing what, the card. They make up yeah. some fucking bullshit reason and you get absolutely shafted as the collector. Like, th- you know, these are the things that when I see this, a company doing this, these are the things that go through my head going well fuck if i send my cards there well how what in what way would they screw me over why so wouldn't what, they screw yeah. me over i'm all the way in australia nothing you i should be thinking about yeah. it can't look like jump, on, jump on a plane this. and go straight away and, and and fix the problem go to their office i don't live in america like <laughs> oh it's yeah. a disgrace unless the office is in la and we get big boy he'll go down there for us don't worry he'll sort that shit out there we know such thing as vitamin uh sports cards anymore I'll tell you that much uh Global says now that Dan the man knows this will blow up. I hope so. I'll I'll speak. We'll speak to Dan, post this, and it's and it would be uh, a great piece of content for him to do, and he'd definitely go into it even deeper, to be honest. So and not for anything, you mess with one of the Aussies, of course we're going to come to the and defend one of our own, especially Tyson, who's a friend of ours. So it's like. Yeah, ridiculous. And Global sums it up perfectly. It can't be the first scam they've ever done. Completely yeah. agree. It's just because Tyson is so meticulous, that's why it gets picked up. So if you see the two one-on-ones out there, that wasn't a printing mistake by Tyson. It's deliberately done because he gets those cards back. And Saucy, what's he do with the extra one-on-one? He destroys the card if it's no yes. good. He destroys it. He doesn't destroys just go, it. oh, here you go. I'm going to release another one-on-one. I'm, I'm now turning into Topps Beck, not Tyson Beck. He doesn't. He's not like that. So I can't believe this story, to be honest. They d- deservedly deserve that Lamont. So 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's about 20k worth of cards, Brett. Based off what they've got them all priced at, they're all at around, well, funnily enough, they're all $1,230.28 each, pretty much, all of them. So, ridiculous. On that note, Sauce, we're going to wrap it up there. Hobby Hangout this Sunday. For those that are coming to dinner, I'm going to create a chat. I'll let you all know, give you all the details. I've booked it. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport. We'll see you there. It's I'm Dom with the Great Man Sauce. It's double coverage and peace out. Catch you at the Hobby Hangout. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.